Welcome to Safe Space, the podcast where three friends come together to create a safe space for open and honest conversations. I'm Lynn. Hi, I'm Munira. We believe that everyone deserves a place where they can express themselves freely without fear of judgment and discrimination. I'm Saomu. And on this podcast, we delve into a wide range of topics from mental health issues to personal growth, aiming to provide insights and perspectives that promote awareness of mental health and wellness. Each episode will explore different aspects of creating and maintaining safe spaces, both in our own lives and in the world around us. We'll be sharing personal stories, interviewing experts, and engaging in thought-provoking discussions. We hope to encourage our listeners to embrace diversity, challenge societal norms, and foster inclusivity in their communities. It's about building bridges, breaking down barriers, and supporting one another. Our goal is to inspire change, empower individuals, and create a ripple effect of compassion and acceptance. We want to create a world where everyone feels seen, hard and valued. So whether you're joining us for self-reflection, education, or simply to feel a sense of belonging, Safe Space is here to remind you that you're not alone. Together we can make a difference. Tune in to Safe Space as we embark on this journey of discovery, growth, and unity. We invite you to share your stories, engage in meaningful conversation, and join us in cultivating safe spaces both on and off the podcast. Remember, Your voice matters and your experiences are valid. Welcome to Safe Space, that is Safe Space Podcast. Welcome back to Safe Space Podcast. I'm Lynn. Hi, I'm Munira. Salam alaikum. Hi, I'm Salmo. Welcome back. How how has everyone been since our last recording? Alhamdulillah. I didn't hear that. Who? You didn't hear you said from you. <laughs> I said good. I can't complain much. Oh. <laughs> Munira. Alhamdulillah. Busy, busy. Back to school. How yeah. How is that? The new semester. It's not as bad. It's just that my schedule changed. Now I'm doing evening classes, had to keep up. But alhamdulillah, can't complain either. Jalini Maisha. Yes. How are you, Lynn? Tell us. Alhamdulillah, not bad. Life is lifing as usual. Lifing. <laughs> but alhamdulillah, we can't get, get away from this Gen Z terms. Hey, it's crazy. As much as to me, to yeah, but anyway, life is lifing, sugar is expensive. Oh my god, don't even talk but about what's it. new in this country? Ah, everything is just getting worse and worse and worse. It's crazy, it's very expensive. The future looks even more scary. It's crazy, it is crazy. And to think that people are saying that UK has the worst inflation, I think we have the worst right now. <laughs> now imagine if UK is bad, what are we supposed to say as a developing oh, I country? I can't explain. But you know, every time, you know, the way you used to go to the supermarket and then you already know like, um, this is this much, this is this much. Your budget is already fixated in your head. Yeah. And then you go to the supermarket. <laughs> 
Every time I go, I'm surprised. Character development. <laughs> this 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 quiz that I really like, I like to snack over when I'm at work. And the last time I checked, it was um thirty shillings. And then I went the other day. I found it was um thirty five. Yesterday, it was forty five. My wow. heart. My heart broke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I broke into pieces. That is wild. These days, you don't even fry things. Like if you're craving you chips, for example, you can't. You really can't. you cannot deep fry stuff because cooking oil is so expensive. Oh, As sweet foods, kaimaki and mahamri and whatnot. You think of the price of sugar, you're like, it's too much to cool them. It's crazy. It's insane. And eggs, I was saying, it's 17 shillings. That crate of egg is 500 bob now. That's like, you remember, I, you remember I, st- I started complaining about eggs like months ago. Now I can't even look at the price tag. It just keep moving. It's crazy. It's, it's mad. And and every time someone tells me that things are going to get better, I really can't see the light at the end of the tunnel because when prices go up, it's really hard to get them trickle down back to where they were. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know what the government is doing, really. The what? The government? I, I, yeah, I can't, I can't contemplate it. Like, what are you guys doing? You're messing us up. No one is understanding. I was watching uh, Ruto was interviewed. He normally does these interviews with the, with the media every so often so that they can ask questions. And he was being asked about the tax situation. And he said he plans to even increase it further. Yeah, I had that. And you're wondering, Kenyans don't even have money. And you're but increasing tax. The most painful one was when he said that all of us have to pay for that mortgage. And I remember, I remember this guy asking him, how can you tell us to pay for something that we don't even want? <laughs> and then I went on Twitter and the, tw- and the funniest tweet was, under that picture, well, the funniest tweet was, if the government cannot build enough classrooms for public schools since the year 1963, it has been enabled to live up to that. How can they sit in front of us and promise us houses? Imagine. Well, it's time to hear him speak and you wonder whether we live in the same country. Does he really know the problems that Kenyans are going through? Or he just sits up there and starts making decisions without thinking about what people are going through, Kuchini. It's, it's crazy. It's insane. It's insane. Being Kenyan, this, if there's a time to leave, this country would be now, but it's the hardest well, because no country don't. wants us. Our, oh, our passport is useless. Nobody wants Kenyans because they know Ukienda uko, unenda kuka. But where, but where are you going to? Where? <laughs> I was talking to a friend of mine and I was telling him, I'm done with Kenya. I, I want to leave. And he was like, me too. 
you know, we sat for two hours having a conversation about how we're just tired of living in this country. And if there's somewhere where we can get better, like, people are done. But then now where are you going is the question. It's it's crazy. Today I had a client and she was telling me that, I don't know if these are facts, but she was, I was telling her I want to leave this country. I'm also very tired. And she said that, if you want to live, do not go to the UK because UK is worse. And she said that her daughter is in the UK and she's finding it very hard to get a job that pays her well. Because right now, because of the inflation, it's either you get a job that underpays you or you just stay without working. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? I don't know where we're headed to. Who's controlling that money? Who? ooh, 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 ooh. Ah. I have an uncle who is very, uh, how do I say, into this um, conspiracy theories. So he has a theory that these controllers of money, because money came from somewhere. So these people who are controlling money are the ones who are doing this to us. They're the ones who caused COVID, hence a recession, and then inflation to jumpstart the system. So you, you, if you listen to him, you can even get confused. It's intriguing, but also very. It you you will go down a hole that you don't want to go to, because the theories are so many. He will take you to how money came to being, and then he'll mention the Rockefeller and Siju Yani. It's 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 a, it's conspiracy theories after conspiracy the theories. It's madness. The world's Wall Street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even the controllers of Wall Street and you know how they can just bring diseases to us to kill people because we become too many. Hence COVID. Now that's the explanation of COVID, how it killed people. And then now we're being jump-started. After that, you go through a recession and then to not jump-start, we start afresh. That's the survivors. We'll start afresh. Oh, survivors. <laughs> we survived COVID. Just doing. Hope we make it to the cutoff point. That's the line. We have to make it. We have to. Anyway, but anyway, Alhamdulillah, the people who are having it worse. Every I, every time I think about the state of the economy, you just think about people having it worse. Some people who have no food have no shelter. So you just say Alhamdulillah because everyone's struggling, man. So, so let's yeah. dive into today's topic. So over to you. So I read this tweet and uh, it really intrigued me and it was saying that I want people to stop acting like learning your work is this, is this super freeing and happy moment. Those first few moments of realization is actually the hardest. Now you got to cut people off, change habits, find a new environment. That purge when learning your work is not fun. <laughs> that's what I read. And that's what we're going to discuss. Mm-hmm. The part is not fun. Of learning your work is not fun. Interestingly, just today, Mm. I was told that 
this year mm-hmm. I've become distant. I was even telling Munira <laughs> that I was told this year I've become distant, and she told me I just tell them I'm focusing on me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I just said I I did it intentionally. Mm-hmm. just to avoid drama like this day I just felt different and mm-hmm. I'm just choosing the people I want to talk to as often as possible and the ones I don't want to there's just a shift and I can't explain how it came to being it just happened and I, I noticed I'm pulling away from some people mm-hmm. so I guess that's in the that context of this purge yeah, it is. It actually touches a lot on what we're about to cover. It is. It actually is. Because um, the first thing when you, the first thing that you realize is you focus on what is important to you. That's hence the, th- the talk where you're saying you're focusing on what matters to you. You're focusing on people that actually bring value to you. So that's, you're identifying your values. That's the first step. When you start purging people out of your life, <laughs> that's the first step. You realize what's important. So mm. when you say when you said that you're choosing your friends, I believe Munira can actually expound on that further because um, there's a moment, there's a time when we had a conversation about um, your friends and uh, the circle that you keep. And it's called a circle for a reason. That's that's what I came to understand from what she told me. Um, maybe she can take it up from there. Like, Monira, do you remember when you're having this conversation and you said there's the yeah. inner circle? And yeah. maybe you can tell us more about it. Before before I get into that, you see the whole this purge thingy, um, for you to actually reach a point of um, cutting people off, and mm-hmm. because live alone when you reach that point, the process, you know, you've done the self-work, you've, you've taken yourself to therapy, you've, you've cut off all the negative things in your life and you've reached that moment where you're like, I'm detaching myself from these things that are not aligned with my values, um, mm-hmm. not aligned with what keeps me in check. So that process before you, you know, you go so much, you put hard work, there's money into it. There's so much thing that goes into that entire process for you to actually reach that place. It's like, no, I can't deal with this thing. So for you to actually become, it becomes easier for you to cut people off because you look at the process, how, what you went through before you started cutting people off. You look at that process and you're like, no, there's no way I'm going to compromise. So on talking about um, the friendship, the friendship circle, uh, I remember there's a time I told my therapist, I, I don't think me, I have friends. Like my friends, I can name them as in one, two, three, and that's it. And she's like, if you end up having one or two friends, your, your life becomes lonely. He's like, okay, you have to get out there, meet people, make new friendships, <clears throat> but you categorize them. There are friends that you tell your goals. There are friends that you do future with. There are friends that you invite them to your close need. And there are friends that you just meet for coffee. And that's it. As in, it just, it ends there. As in, you talk, you talk, you talk about 
things that are lights, you don't go into deep. So you categorize your friends to make it easier for you so that you don't get bored. You don't get, uh, you don't put expectation on your little friends. So yeah, you just broaden your horizon, I think, yeah. Okay, I think that makes sense on the friendships, how you have, how you categorize your friends. Because I realized I have friends that, like friends, friends, you know, friends who add value to my life. And then I have some friends that I speak to over the Formula One weekend. And that's only for Formula One. Like we'll have <laughs> nice banter and laugh during that weekend. And we won't talk again until the next Formula One weekend. And then there are friends that I'll talk to once in a year just to find out. You have good conversations. How have you been? How are you keeping up? What are you up to? And that's it. We won't talk again until... Yeah, so it makes sense how you're saying you need a variety of people, otherwise yeah. it will get boring. It makes it sense. <laughs> yeah, you know, when all this revolves around self-actualization, the, um, the hierarchy of needs by Abraham Maslow, because when you know what's important to you and you're able to identify your values, you already know who you want to keep around and who you don't want to keep around. Because there are some people who might pull you back to your old habits. Yeah. And you know we are human beings. You just end up sliding back to it because of the familiarity and the sense of comfort it brings to us because it's something familiar, something we are used to. But at times we need to have those hard discussions, hard talks with those people Hence what Lynn just said, where she had to explain why she's secluding herself from other people. <laughs> you know, I told Lynn to give a to give a very vague answer to us that question. But what she chose, I was like, okay, that's too direct, but okay, that's your answer. You went encyclopedia, you went direct, Lynn. No, I was like, I, I've noticed. Like, no, I said I've, I was told I'm, I'm distant this year so it's like yeah i did it intentionally imagine okay it was very intentional because i had traveled around over the holidays and then i realized that i am uh, changing who i am to fit into people's world and I just left that place feeling so drained. Like, I, I can't be myself. I'm forcing myself to be happy all the time. I'm yeah. forcing myself to be with people I really wouldn't want to be with. Yeah. And after that, I was just feeling so drained and tired. And I was like, you know, I don't even have the energy to keep up the relationship for now. So, Hatujakosana. But I don't want to know what's happening in your life. And you don't need to know what's happening in mine. We can talk and find out. Hi, how are you doing? You're doing okay? Okay. Bye. But I don't want that every day knowing what is happening because that just creates drama. And this is the same drama I'm trying to remove myself from it's the same drama that sends me into anxiety and panic attack so I'm like you know what put my let me put myself first let me deal 
or just stay away until I am ready to be back in this space. And it has been very peaceful because I don't know what's happening. And my life has been bliss. I was just thinking about it. It's almost six months and I'm like, this feels so good. I don't know what you've done. I don't know who said what, because I realize that's the discussions you're having. So-and-so has done this. They've said this. Or oh, this one said this about you. You did A, B, C, D. Oh Nobody's addressing. Nobody is coming to tell me, okay, you did something wrong here. Let's talk about it. But you're going to hear in the grapevines, oh, you did A, B, C, D. Oh, you said A, B, C, D. And I'm like, you know what? Let me just stick to myself without knowing what's happening. So you guys, if I'm not in your everyday life, you're not going to tell me what's happening. Yeah. So I'm peaceful, okay. you're peaceful. Let's just move on. So yeah, would you know, say that's, that's the patch? Because whatever you've explained is you realizing your worth. Yeah. Yes, wow. I would think so. Yeah, because when you identify your values, your worth, and you identify your strength, you realize like when I am alone, I am able to get some peace. When I'm alone, I don't get triggered with some anxiety. When I'm with certain people, I now you're identifying your strength. You're able to know when I focus on this, when I focus on this, it brings out a certain outcome. But mm -hmm. and you realize your weaknesses, like when I was with these people and we were talking about this, it was giving me these kind of vibes, like the word, the word that you keep using, being drained. Sometimes you can be around some people and you feel all your energy is just gone. Or you live yeah. there with a lot of regret and you ask yourself, why There's did a I word for that? And also I realized things started opening up for me, like this podcast. You know, things started happening in my life. Like, it's just so weird. The moment I made that decision, I felt like I'm doing things of substance in my life. Like yeah, my days are not just, he said, she said, you did, they did. This is what I'm like, I'm doing things <laughs> of substance. Even having better conversations, how can we empower people? How can we do A, B, C, D? You know, you're doing what you love. Think my life just changed and for the better. So I think it's, it's a positive thing. It is because, because self-actualization aligns you with your true self. Now you're coming into terms, you're meeting your true self. By meeting your true self, you're able to understand what you want to achieve, hence the podcast. You're able to mm -hmm. have a greater sense of direction and you get a certain kind of drive. Like, you know, I love editing. I love this. Kumbe, I, I love this. I didn't even know I enjoy this. So you're yeah. coming with your inner self. And this, and this brings a lot of fulfillment in your life, hence the peace and hence the fact that you can't even know how time is flying. It's already six months down the line and you're like, mm. oh, wow, this happened. So that's the first stage of like self-actualization where you just have to identify your values, identify your strength and identify your weaknesses. But now with the purge, that's when it becomes hard because now you have to have the difficult discussions. You have to have the difficult conversation. You have to push people away. I have and, a question. Yeah. If, if you want to cut someone off, would you tell them openly? Like, hey, you know what? This <laughs> and this, me and you can work out. <laughs> Jazzy, go. <laughs> 
ideally that would be the way but i don't think we are wired that way it's easier to just pull away ghost <laughs> yeah i, I, I think, not really I ghost you see like way. what i did i didn't ghost i just mm-hmm. pulled away so we can talk once in three months. Hi, how are you? How are you doing? But we're not going into detail like we would before. But you know, so the, but, but the adult thing would, would would be to just tell somebody maybe our values don't align anymore. Oh, yeah, that yeah. is hard. That is so wow. hard. I feel like it's easier to tell um a relationship, like having a relationship with somebody. It's easier friendship. to let's say, you know, this is not working out, our values don't align and stuff like that. But telling a friend ah. or a relative, yeah. like, you know, our values don't align anymore. Oh, God, <laughs> that is hard. But now that you've mentioned this, can you imagine, like, people knew you as, oh, actually, that's the best thing I can actually use. Okay, what do I use? I don't want to use people. Um. Okay. I have to use okay give me names then I don't want to say names give me names use our names use ah, my names okay okay all right okay so Lynn knew me as this type of a girl who is not good I'm really using my words Manila <laughs> is laughing for a reason Lynn knew me as this girl who is not good and has this type of a character. And because I'm on this journey of self-actualization and I'm really trying my best to climb that pyramid in my life, uh, there's some space between me and Lynn and now I become someone different. Life happened, life life in. And then now I meet Munira. And now Munira meets me at point B of my life. Mm-hmm. I'm actually now trying to discover myself i'm trying to change my habits i'm trying to become a better person and now munira and lynn meet and apparently mm-hmm. now i find lynn and munira know each other and mm-hmm. lynn represents my past munira represents my present mm-hmm. and munira munira now is being told of who i am who i was apparently to lean is who I am so now how would you go about that so I think to summarize all that it's like you have those these two people one knows your past and one is aware of your future which are very different your present actually yes your present very different dynamics and yes. this this first person reminds you of the person who you used to be and you don't like that person you rather no, just bury that person just yes. completely. There's a thing that says, bury those people who know your grave. <laughs> exactly. As in, I don't know what hap- what what happens because hey, I, I have several of those people who know who I used to be. And they're not yeah, in my life. I had but- that incident. I had that incident twice, like in different phases of my life. Like I had it with a group of friends and I had it with the other group of friends. And the other group of friends that I had it with, they were very quick to call me a hypocrite. Oh, and I was wow. like, then you don't need them in your life because I feel like <laughs> good friends louder. You don't need that was a nice. good friend would accept you because we're human beings, we evolve. Who I was yesterday isn't who I am today. But so, they like 
they don't like my past. They are like, I like who you are. I don't like what you're selling to me right now. Then I'm like, you don't I don't need. I don't think you owe them any explanation. The fact that they want to take you back to a place that you left behind yeah. is a red flag. Because yeah. you can't force me to be who I'm not. This is who I am today. And if you really value our friendship, you accept me at every stage in my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get. Like, you example, let me give an example. When Munira and I knew each other, we are totally different people from who we were back then. Like, exactly. You know, and we, we can't keep... In as much as you can reminisce, oh, we used to do A, B, C, D. We can't force each other to go back there. You just it's accept a, it's, where you are now. This is where we are at now. Yes, we had that past. Yeah. Looking back at it, was it the best? No. But we had that time then, but it's in yeah. the past. Now here is where we are at now. Also, yeah. I think even even our religion doesn't allow us to talk about our our sins, um, if I would, yeah, if I would say that, and then, you see, the past of uh, my past and Lim's past. If we talk about it, is for laughter, as in it's small talk and it's like, ha, 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 yeah, and you it's just on. banter. Like, banter, do you exactly. remember we did A, B, C, D, yeah. or we went to this place or this and this? It's just banter. We're not um, piercing each other like you used to do this. Yeah. you are this and this person. Now, but no, I'm thinking. Saumu's experience is they really want to poke as in make you feel uncomfortable about your past. No, no that's it's not what... really that. Like there's a group of a group of people who want me to feel bad about it. And then yeah. there's the other group of people who are like, we really want you the way you used to be. Like this Saumu right now isn't fun. <laughs> but you know, now, can you imagine if it is, for example, if you change your religion from being a Muslim, from being a Christian to a Muslim, and now you have to uphold the Muslim culture and traditions and our religion, and, or maybe, and now you have your family, and now you have your friends, how difficult it is to let go of those people. It can is. You that scenario? It is. And uh, it's, it's, the, it's part of the purge because it's very difficult because people know you as this person. I would just use myself an, as an example. Before I was Sheila, now I'm Munira. So when I go home, back to my home country, my home country, people know Sheila. They have no idea who Munira is. So yeah. right now, like there's this kind of discomfort, like they don't know how to approach you. If they start making small talk, they don't know if that talk is aligned with you. As in, it's very difficult to blend in. It's like some, you go, you get washed and then again, you're thrown into the same mud. You, you understand? Yeah. It's very but, difficult. And no one talks about these things when, and the sad thing is change is constant. Now imagine the sad thing that you go through life the ups and downs you come out yeah. different and this person keeps reminding you of hmm? who you are they make the process irrelevant for you but but you know anyway before i get emotional okay back to the topic it's difficult to let go of things that don't serve you that's the next topic it's difficult to let go of things that don't serve you now as a person now you as lean you as munira it's difficult to let go of things that don't serve you. Think about this um, this drug addict, let's say, for example. 
because you're still in the theme of mental health. So yes. there are some relationships you have to let go. There are friends who use some substance that you no longer uphold and you have to let them go. Yeah. Mm. There are some friends who practice certain habits and you have, to, I don't know why I keep referring to friends, but there are some habits that you have that you need to let go. Yeah. Mm. There are some beliefs that you have that you need to let go. That's part of the purge. So when, when it becomes difficult to let go of these things that do not serve you, the big question becomes, people are not ready for the change that you're experiencing, but are you ready for that change? You know, we all want to change. We, we all want to become this better person, this bigger person, this uh, holy person or this whatever. But are you really ready for the change? Lynn. <laughs> it's not easy. It really isn't easy. I think uh, when you become older, the less yeah. you care what people think. For example, if you're on a religious journey, mm -hmm. of course, um, the people around you who are not um, as religious, I don't want to sound judgy, but you get the point. Yeah. And then you start changing. For example, as a girl, you start covering up, you start praying, you start dressing more distant. The people around you, because it makes them feel uncomfortable. It's not about <laughs> you, it's about them. That's why they'll, they'll keep pointing out, oh, you're pretending to be holy. Now they turn it to you. So initially, I used to think maybe I'm the problem until the therapist told me that it's not about you. It's them. They're projecting what they're feeling onto you. Wow. So if, if you're not um, strong, maybe in your faith, it's something you can get carried away. So you start, you either start hiding or you, you dress up to make them comfortable. Yes. You, now you, your focus is on them. I don't want to make them feel like I don't want them to call me names. So let me just dress the way they're used to seeing me. But inside you have this battle that is just, you're so torn inside. You know, this is not right, but it's, it's very hard until you get to a point where you don't care. And now this is me, take me or leave me. That it's very, it's a very hard journey to take and more so to take alone. I find it easier if you have people who are on the same journey as you. Yeah. Like, you know, you can talk about it and encourage each other. But if you're doing it solo, it's it's the hardest thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you said uh, you're trying to make other people uh, approve of what you're doing, I just remember that story of the, the donkey, the father, and the son. Do you remember it? Short? <laughs> the one the son is... The son is on top of the donkey, the father is pushing, and people are talking. Why is the son on the donkey? Oh, and not the son? oh yeah. <laughs> then the like, son gets down, the father gets up, and then now basking. This young mm. boy is walking, and this, this old man is letting his son walk. Can't you see this boy very young? <laughs> then all of a sudden, both of them go on top of the donkey. Now they have to carry the donkey. <laughs> you can't really please people but there's one you thing can. I like about people pleasing at the end of the day you feel you feel like you betrayed yourself you feel taunt what you just said 
at the end of the day, you hurt yourself and people are not on the same journey. When you say projecting, it's really true. When you change and then people see what you're doing, some of them wish they would have done what you're doing or you would have had the guts to do it. And not since they can't, they start calling you out. Yeah. yeah. That's but, exactly how the therapist put it. She was like, you know, it's not about you. Yeah. It's them projecting. So if somebody calls you holy, they wish they were holy. So yeah. they're... And, and she asked me, and what's so wrong in being holy? But isn't that what you're trying to do? I'm like, yeah. So she's like, then they're telling you the truth. Yes, you are holy. So tell them, thank you. It's just them projecting onto you. It's not a you problem. It's a them problem. So let them do. <laughs> That's so but you know, sometimes as human beings, the reason why we find it very difficult to let go of these things is because we have some sense of attachment. Oh, that's yeah, sad. Like, yeah, like you're so attached to maybe people or you're so attached to some kind of habits that you do and now you're, you're finding it hard to let go. Yeah. You want to say something? Oh, I mean, I was going to say... Uh, I was going to give an example of me with music. For the longest time, I thought when I'm having a bad day, music is what is going to lift my spirits and make me feel better. So every time I'd wake up in a bad mood, I'd yeah. be like, I need to blast music to feel good. And it really worked, but mm -hmm. that's what I was attached to. It, who said that music is the only thing that can make you feel better? No. Not to attack anyone who listens to music. This is just the journey I'm going through. I'm trying to, I'm on the journey of stopping to listen to music for religious purposes. But then it's been um, almost two months. Mm -hmm. I have not listened to music and I can't say I've had low lows and I'm, that I have not been able to come out from because I've not listened to music. Life has gone on. I've found other alternatives yeah. that I, I wouldn't have known if I didn't decide to, to stop listening to music. So, yeah, I get the attachment part where you attach to things. Do you mind sharing your other alternatives? I, I, okay, for example... <laughs> I would put the Quran or I would put um, this Islamic lectures and listen to them or a podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And lately I found myself consuming uh, more podcasts that are re religion related. So I'd listen to Mufti Menk. If I can get an hour long podcast of him I'll listen to that or Omar Suleiman or you see just things that are adding value by the end of it I've learned something yeah, yeah so yeah now if these attachment things now imagine someone gets attached to the this person you're trying to bury like someone gets attached to your pass that's that's insane. So what do you do about that person? Because every time you meet them, they're a reminder of someone you left a long time ago. We've said you're being selfish, right? Selfish. <laughs> like you're putting yourself first. If yeah. you're, you're with a group of people that are not reminding you of the best version of you, mm -hmm. I think it's time to drop them. 
and not feel no. guilty about it. Okay, maybe feel guilty about it, then mourn the loss of this friendship. Yeah. And move on. Wow. But yeah, you think friendship. It's even relationships. Yeah. You're allowed to mourn the loss of these people in your life. But if they're not serving you, they're not serving you. What, what, what if it's their family? What, what do you do that? Because it's very hard for them to comp- comprehend this, this new version of yourself, yeah? It's yeah. like, no. And you cannot get rid of family. That can happen. <laughs> you can't get rid of family, but you can distance yourself. Okay. Is so Which is what I have done. I have intentionally distanced myself. If there's a get-together, you'll go you'll have your fun times with them and that's where it ends but this being in people's lives and businesses and wanting to know that is how they start pulling you back into uh, the person you don't want to be so you're allowed to distance yourself don't cut them off just distance yourself and i don't think that's hard wow those those family gatherings are massive bro very nice. Very. <laughs> but look at it this way. If you've distanced yourself for a while yeah. and then they invited you during Eid, you know, it's, yeah. you're so many people, there's no time to get personal and then it's time to go home and you leave. And then maybe yeah. you'll meet again at another family gathering. And also just uh, mm. intentionally avoid discussing things that don't sit well with you. Yeah. You, if you if you see the conversation has changed to things that don't sit well with you, just up, go find something else to do. The best thing for me is go sit with the small children. Thank you. That's what, that's what Salmo does. I realized, I realized sometimes you're invited to parties or birthdays and the big people engage in the small talk. The small talk, most of the time, is not actually small talk. it's actually small talk but they're just belittling other people someone is trying to show that they're better off than everyone else so you might be in a family gathering and people are trying to talk about something but indirectly they're trying to say something bad about you but they're not saying it directly to you or maybe they ask you questions like what do you do why what do you do this day what have you achieved or maybe there's just a braggart that was just bragging about their life and things like those. And personally, I don't find that fulfilling. I didn't leave my house to come and see this or experience this. So every time I find myself in a gathering and, and their children, and their children there, you will find me <laughs> just with a balloon up and down. I'm not even going to spare even five minutes or 10 minutes sitting with grown-ups because I will regret it by the end of the day. I will even leave the table where well, the grown-ups are sitting and go sit with the children. They're so innocent. They don't judge you. They don't even care what you do with your life. That's true. It's it's the safest to just yeah. go and sit with children. Or teenagers. Go sit with teenagers and listen to their stories and just get intrigued by what, by what they find interesting. It's better than sitting. First of all, sitting there and talking about things that don't add value to you is a waste of your time. You can find yourself going into gossip, which is also a waste of your time. And you're collecting sin for nothing. 
So just go sit with us, with the young teenagers, the babies, and you live there feeling so fulfilled. You love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, that's just but the best way. The sweat. We need to give it your solution. <laughs> the next time you go, make sure you're wearing some really nice trousers. <laughs> I can run after the kids. (laughs) But so um, when you're letting go of these things, you have to remember what you're feeling is some comfort, some sense of comfort, which you need to get yourself out of. Yeah. You need to step out of whatever Lino is singing. When she listens to music, she feels some sense of comfort, some sense of familiarity, and it makes her feel peaceful. But the moment, Lynn, you decided to step into the unknown and you went into listening to the, the hootbuzz, the podcast and such, you are allowing the change to come into, you, into your life. And this is important yeah. because it makes room for new experiences and new growth. Because for, uh, for a fact, I know you have experienced new things by listening to those things and you have seen the growth it has bring to your life because it's adding value to yourself, isn't it? Yeah. Uh-huh. So the, the results, the result, now you've purged or you've gone through the purge and how mm-hmm. difficult it was. We have to remember that in life, you have to remind yourself, you have to stick to the routine and then you have to think of the reward, the three hours of life that brings changes in your life so now you've gone through the difficult patch you've and now you have to think about the results so what do you think the results are the results of self-actualization self-awareness yeah (laughs) mind (laughs) okay so greater purpose so lynn do you think you have a greater purpose now yes Yes, I think I do. Like, uh, for example, whereas in the past, you come and tell me I'm going through ABCD, maybe I would just listen to you. But now I want to find a solution. How can I help you? How can we change your situation? So it's not just listening, it's listening and acting, like make the world a better place. If you're going to solve somebody's problem, yeah you're making the world so that's how my thinking is like what can i do to make somebody's life better to make the world better in in the smallest way that i can how is it that i'm contributing to better my surrounding as opposed to sitting and talking about somebody with no purpose so i feel like that your mindset just changes you you want to be of purpose you want to change people around you even if it's just changing their mindset you have purpose in your life that's amazing yeah and with purpose comes fulfillment you feel some level of fulfillment when you have a purpose because even when you think about it like whenever you do those things that uphold your values there's some level of fulfillment and some level of joy that you feel in your heart compared to when you go against your values and your wishes and then you do something that is not upholding to what your true self is, then you end up regretting at the end of the day. 
yeah so in this process of going through that difficulty you have to remember that you're going to be happy at the end you're going to have a meaning in life you know I always, when i read that word meaning in life i always remember mother what is the name of this lady that environmentist hmm. I always confuse her with her. That's why I paused. Wangari Madai. I always remember Wangari Madai because if there's if I if I'm ever asked like who has reached self actualization that you know of, I always yeah. refer to people. Then I, I might be wrong. I might be wrong, but yeah. according to my own assessment, I think it's just two people that I know of who I know have a meaning in life. I have seen their confidence increase. I have seen their self-esteem go up in crazy. I have seen them have the ability to do amazing stuff in life by, by reaching out to more people. It's just two people. That's, is it Wangari Madai? Yeah, Wangari Madai. And uh, Oprah. I don't know why, but I always refer to those two. I think so because what they do really has purpose and meaning. Like yeah. I think they okay, Oprah now because she's alive. She wakes up yeah. every day and feels like today's going to be a good day because I'll change somebody's life or Imagine. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because her level of confidence and her level of self-esteem is beyond measure. And you can see every time she does something, even through the episode, you can feel the energy in her that she's actually living up to her purpose in this world. Mm. Yeah. But there's one thing that I've learned when you're able to go through the difficulty in purging, of purging and you get the ability to cope with stress and its adversity. Can you imagine? Wow. But you will not forget there are people who will not make it to the reward. Can you? <laughs> Meaning? You'll die. <laughs> no, no you won't. You think it's too much work? It's like, no, I'd rather go back to the I, I can. This is so familiar. This is so comforting. I, I, I just want to listen to music. No, I just want to have fun with these people. But there's something they bring out of me. Some peace. A little bit. It's short-lived, but it's just... I just need that. I just need that. It's like yeah. addiction. Yeah, it's it's more like addiction. When when I was going through it, I was like, this sounds so much like drug addiction, alcohol addiction. It sounds so much like that. Wow. Even so when you're going through these changes, yeah. you're already making a very huge change in your life. For example, uh, in the religious aspect, mm -hmm. you know getting up at five o'clock to pray is so hard you'd rather just sleep you tell mm. yourself i'd rather just sleep if you're used to dressing a certain way and you're changing it sometimes you might look yourself in the mirror and think i don't look good i used to look good before yeah now i you're not seeing my figure or something like that so you're like nah, this is not me let me just go back to who i was yeah. so yeah it's easy to just go back as opposed the to make the step and to be better the relapse is real yeah it's true yeah. because you find that sometimes you think about it and you're like i used to feel so free now i have all these rules and yeah anymore i have to live up to all these rules now so what you have to remember is you have to practice 
acceptance. You have to accept. Mm -hmm. That's why I kept asking you, are you really ready for this change? Because you have to accept. You have to extend that compassion by realizing there are some things you can't deal with. So you accept. Oh, yeah. Like, for example, accept the fact that I need to lose these people in my life because they're not mm -hmm. adding value to me. Accept the fact that I need to leave these habits behind me. If I was used to dressing a certain way, talking in a certain way, behaving in a certain way, I need to stop it because it's not living up to my true self. At the end of the day, I feel bad about it. Wow. Yeah. Also, accept the fact that some people are not meant to be in your life forever. They're there for a reason <laughs> and a reason. And they yeah. serve that purpose. So it's okay to leave them in your past. It's fine. You don't need to even kosana yeah you see i was i was i was listening to uh so this is love they were talking mm -hmm. about friendship breakups and as in how and what i got it what i got from that episode was like how we should normalize friendship breakups as in you let i, I don't know if you should let people know that you know what where we've reached and she talked about her recent friendship breakups and um how everybody had their own purpose now they've drifted apart their um their ventures into life are different from when they finished campus together as in do you think we should normalize friendship breakups as in you should say like where where monira is heading and where i'm heading are very a totally different path yeah you shouldn't you should you shouldn't feel bad. It's like, okay, this this friendship is ending and I'm feeling bad here. I'm like, okay, what happens next? Of course, you're allowed Monira, to... I think it's fine to feel bad because this is somebody who played a huge role in your life. It's okay to feel bad, but it's okay to also accept that you've served your purpose in my life. I've served my purpose in your life. And here's where our road ends. And that yeah, is fine. Normalize it, yeah? Yeah. That was hard like no strings attached as in no one is getting hurt i'm not going to talk things about uh, uh, things uh, behind your back i'm not going to put you down i know stuff about you but i'm not going to use it against as in just something cordial as in issue to you, you get <laughs> i think yeah, it's very fine it's it's mm -hmm. something we should normalize if you can even talk about it yeah like face to face down and be like, you know, you're not serving me anymore. This is the person I am. This is the person you've become. We are not serving each other anymore. So it's okay yeah. for us to go our separate ways. I still love you. I respect you. I wish, I wish you the, you the best. <laughs> but, that, but, that breakup, but that breakup was hard. Over 25, it was hard. Yeah. It was. I don't think the broken up as friends it's just over 25 the over 25 has ended yeah but it that was its purpose. Yeah. Yes. but it was hard it was it was hard yeah you could see i think it. that the one of the first youtube channels i started watching when now youtube started becoming a thing i think over 25 is the first one i started watching so it's it's hard i think but being an adult about it, yeah. Because now at our age, if we decide to go our separate ways, I don't see why 
you have bad blood or you go bad mouthing somebody, please. Yes. If you're bitter, right? go see a therapist and unpack. <laughs> Don't go talking um, smack about a friendship that ended. Yeah. I was listening to that episode. I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I, I think just normalize communication. It's all about communication. Yeah. Um, I wanted to share my, my self-actualization process. I think one of the hardest things I struggled with during that process um, was self-awareness, yani getting control of my emotions, my thoughts. If it's going negative, there's a way that I need to change that to negative. As in that process was very hard, the self-awareness process. But right now, alhamdulillah, where I am, it's not 100%, like those negative thoughts come at times but you you self-check yourself immediately as in you know and then what I've encountered is now when I'm in a situation where it's just negative negative talk I get so irritated I'm like can't you see anything positive in life as in everything is just negative negative and then later on you'll hear people saying by the way, you're so insensitive because now you know your thought process, you know your emotions, as in you have you have control of yourself more. Mm. So what's your process? Yeah. What's this process that you, you go through? <laughs> Actualization, as in self-awareness. You you handle your emotions well. You know when you're getting angry, you know when your thoughts are going negative, as in the whole process. It it became very difficult for me, but I don't know, the self it was hard because self-actualization is just a process involving so many things. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Maybe an add-on on that is when you're dealing with the purge, you have to develop compassion for yourself. Right. Like, for you see, the way you keep yourself on check. Like, this mm. is a negative thought. I need to clear this thing. I need to think positive. I need to behave in a certain way. I need to be kind. I need to listen to other people. Yeah. I need to be happy for myself. I need to accept what is going on. I need to forgive myself. I need to, you need to talk positive talks to yourself. So, Munira, you're on the right track. Yeah. You're doing great. You're doing great. Alhamdulillah. So, another point would be you live spontaneously. These are for the people who are, find, are still finding it hard. They are like, uh-uh, I'm still relapsing after everything. <laughs> So you should enjoy each moment as it comes. Try new things. Like uh, Lynn loves going for walks. Well, the weather has been bad. Can't remember the last time I went for walks. Oh yeah, that's that's all I remember. The last talk we had, we used to love going for walks. So try new things. Yeah, but it's true. Find what you love. Oh, you guys are doing. What was it? I don't know if you guys. Yeah, you guys were said you were crocheting. What happened? I don't a... have the right. <laughs> I need to buy the yarn and the that crochet needle. Is it called a crochet needle? That I, it was hurting me. So I, there's a specific one I want to buy. So once I get those, there may be, yeah, get a hobby. Okay, the point is get a hobby, something that you enjoy. Yeah. Wow. That's comfortable. Yeah. Your own company. That's mm-hmm. another thing. Oh, yes. I feel oh, like. No. When the moment you become comfortable with yourself, you've unlocked another level of 
had the first week we didn't have power so i was going yeah. to work at java <laughs> and i would just sit alone and i was so comfortable like people would walk in and out because i'd be there for hours people would walk in and out and uh old me would feel some type of how i seated here and you're eating alone or something like that you just feel like you need to be out with somebody i was there for five days even the waiters knew me they knew what when i get that is what i'll order they knew wow. i would they'd tell me okay here is your seat come sit here there's every charging whatever and i would just sit alone and work and have my coffee and it was just so much fun i used to feel so good i, I used to come back home feeling so nice wow because i just enjoyed being alone even people i knew would come and wave from far you know you wave but you look so busy so somebody doesn't feel the need to want to come and sit with you that's <laughs> it's addictive by the way very yeah it's very addictive like when when i stay with people or i'm amongst my friends and it reaches a point i just want to be alone i'm like yes. guys i need a break i need a breather i disappear yeah. the other day for my eid i went to a solo date by myself i intentionally planned this date and i was like i'm going for a date i'm going to this place and i'm going alone for a moment on my journey to that place, I panicked. I started calling people. Hey, what, what are you doing? Are you <laughs> Do you mind joining me? I'm going to this place. I was like, what am I doing? What am I doing? I've never done this. What am I doing? So I reached that place and I was like, okay, so we're here. It has been decided. We're going to do this alone. I really enjoyed it. The walk to that place was amazing because it's just it's just a place that is very close by. Um, the food, I just sat there. I just enjoyed the ambience and I was like so chilled. I didn't even mind who was looking at me. And I was like, mm, I think I should be doing this. <laughs> it's it's really beautiful. Really? Like, oh, it's unmatched there. The, the joy of just being able to sit with yourself and your thoughts mm -hmm. is, is out of this world. Yeah, it is. Another thing will be appreciate the small things in life. Absolutely. So gratitude, gratitude journal, gratitude jar, gratitude all the way. Live authentic. Yeah. Be honest with yourself. You don't like oh. this. You don't like this. Wow. There's no that's, that's big. Yes, I don't I don't like the way this this makes me feel. I don't like the way I feel around these people. I don't like how this is going. Just be authentic with yourself. Then it will yeah. go through the patch. Wow. I don't even as simple as not eating things that you don't like. Yeah. Like I was listening to Lydia on the podcast and she was saying if she comes to your home and you've cooked something she doesn't like, she just won't eat it because I don't like it. And, and Murugi was asking her, don't you think that's rude? And she was like, no, but I don't like it. Why am I forcing? She was like, I'm an adult. Why am I forcing myself to eat something I don't like? I don't like it. And if you think about it, I think it's, if I don't eat something that you've cooked, I don't yeah. have to, it's okay not to eat it. And, it's, and you should not feel offended. Yeah, you shouldn't. Like, if you cook mm. omena and you invite me, there's no way I'll eat it. And I should not feel offended by that. For example, I've cooked omena and you visited me impromptu. You get yes. 
Yeah. I can't force you. Maybe I'd rather cook something else for you. I'm going to come back when you're maji. When you're maji. When you're maji, Exactly. It's a big deal. As in, I think it's the more African culture that if you go to someone's house, you have to, you know, be on it your best. Yeah. yeah. No. We're adults. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing will be identify the, the cycle. This is something that most of us forget. It's okay to relapse. It's okay to find yourself feeling a certain kind of way and then you go back to those habits. It's okay, we're humans, but you have to identify the, the cycle. Like, find the cue. Like, who was in that scene? What time of the, the day was it? What happened prior to that that made me go back to that old habit? Like, wow. ask yourself, when you discover, like, I have this pattern and then I end up, going back to my old habits that I don't approve of or that do not uphold to my true self, then you break the cycle. Wow. That is, it sounds so difficult, but it must be done. It must be. And final, talk to a therapist. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Talk to a therapist. I feel like we push this therapist um, agenda a lot. (laughs) Yeah. But we need to keep in mind that some people can't can't oh. afford one. So yeah. the cheapest thing would be to find a good circle of people right. around you. Yeah. yeah. And how you find people who can guide you in the right direction, people who want the best for you. Yeah. People yeah. Who align to your true self. People align to your values. Mm-hmm. Do you know? You know that circle, like uh, a group of friends or any, it could be anyone who just checks you when, when you're doing something that doesn't align with your goals. They're like, hey, Munira, I thought you were going this direction. You know, they keep you yeah. in, in terms yes. of behaviors. Yeah. That's right. Wow. That's okay. right. The purge. Wow. I loved it. Yeah, I loved it as well. At first, I was confused. But... <laughs> It makes sense because we've all gone th- through it. Even yeah. somebody who feels like um, they're not their best has gone through a purge of some sort to yeah. get to where they are. Everybody has gone through because we're human beings and we keep growing and changing. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I love the talking. It's not easy, but it's super freeing. So, it is. Difficult, we approve and we accept that it's difficult. But we just have to work ourselves out of it. it I think it gets, it, uh, I wouldn't say easier, but the older you become, because you care less about what people think, so you're more determined. It's not easy, but you have more energy to go at it, as opposed to when you're young and easily swayed. Yeah, oh, that's it from us. Oh, that was lovely. Nice topic. Thank you for listening. Subscribe. You know, we forget to tell people to follow us on on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. And on Spotify, there's a a way you can follow and rate. It really helps. So, yeah. Do all those things and interact with us. DM us if you have any questions about mental health or anything you'd like us to discuss. Yeah. Somebody told me. Mm-hmm. that they like the conversations we have. 
So I think that's a bit, that's validating. Wow. They just started listening to us and they're like, you guys actually have good conversations. How can I subscribe so I get a notification every time you post? I'm like, if you have Spotify, just click that plus sign. And every uh-huh. time we upload an episode, you're going to get the notification on your phone. I want to hear their feedbacks, like feedback, please. Voice notes, like comments. I want to hear it from the from our audience. Like I'm impressed that we've reached so many countries, but I really want feedback. And yeah. Yeah. And some interaction, guys. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. thank you for listening. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.